Welcome, Thunderbird Nation, to the Thunderbird Coaches Show. Thunderbird Coaches Show is sponsored by the Warehouse Bar Plus Kitchen. The Warehouse Bar Plus Kitchen is a proud sponsor of SEU Athletics and has great food, craft cocktails, and is always showing your favorite sports and UFC fights. Um, the Warehouse Bar Plus Kitchen <clears throat> excuse me, uh, is committed to serving up joy through local food and crafted cocktails, uh, beer, music, and entertainment. Uh, the Warehouse Bar Plus Kitchen provides a safe and friendly environment for those that are 21 and up. And they also have events that will create lasting memories and unforgettable times in Cedar City. The Warehouse Bar Plus Kitchen shows all your favorite sports games, has great food, live music, karaoke, pool tables, and a huge dance floor. And the Warehouse Bar Plus Kitchen wants to remind you all to have fun and always drink responsibly. Shout out to the Warehouse Bar Plus Kitchen for their sponsorship. Um, love those guys. Appreciate your <coughs> helping out with the coaches show. Um, we want to welcome D Barnes and as always coach Todd Simon. Thanks for coming in gentlemen. Of course. Thank you for having us. You bet. Coach, let's kind of recap. It's been uh, a couple weeks, uh, some good, some bad. Um, let's, let's start with, uh, Cal Baptist down there in, was it, is it near Riverside? Where, where is Cal yep. Baptist? Yep. Right yep. down there. Right down there. Uh, f- oh, man, that was kind of a, a hard fought battle. Kind of give us the scoop on uh, how the T-Birds down the, did down in Riverside. Yeah, it was. You know, the very difficult road game. You know, they're uh, – and all these games are. You know, these are all top 200 teams. Yeah, it was just a, not, a, not a day off. But uh, we were able to go down there, get a get a hard-fought win, you know, finish at the end, and, and uh, you know, sneak out of there with a win. So I was pretty proud of our guys' effort, and, and uh, we really – did what we needed to in the second half yeah absolutely um i would i would call that kind of a grimy game um obviously some some um highlights uh harry butler had a had a pretty good game down there close to home i think wasn't it for him yeah we had a nice contingent i know he had a lot of folks there and and drake as well who was a connection so it was well attended by t-bird faithful t-bird nation love it um they had a guard that just uh, I thought had a, a really good individual effort uh, there for for Cal Baptist. What's what's his name? What's yeah, Taron Armstrong, who's who's Armstrong. Uh, he's done that to some folks in this league. Good you know, grief! He, he's uh, you know an all league type of guy, and and uh, he he got going. Him and Drake had a great battle on both ends of the floor. Um, you know, maybe not quite as a high riser as uh, as Drake is, but uh, good body control. Uh, Drake Drake did a great job of uh, trying to isolate him to certain shots, but I think he only missed two shots the whole game, and he took like a lot. Yeah. Uh, down the stretch, uh, let's talk about that. Um, you you kind of st- had to come back a little bit in that game. Um, at the end, there uh, kind of took command. What's it like? I mean, to to have to how do I put it? Put the put your foot on the gas, knowing you know with six or seven minutes left, you're down by three or four. Like is there a switch that turns on you see it in the guy's eyes like what's the what talk me through uh how how you're able to i don't know is it just sticking with a plan how is it you guys can sometimes just switch a another level yeah you know obviously we every coach would like to do that for a full 40 minutes but uh you know i think when when i think we have a knack for for you know getting on runs and 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 when we can get on our run and get over the you know get over the hump a little bit 
we're very good at finishing out games in the last five minutes. You know, that's something we pride ourselves on. So if we can get a lead under five, you know, our record's been pretty pretty darn good the last four or five years, and, and we just feel like um, in those situations we, we uh, you know, our guys kind of know what to do. We make pretty intelligent plays and make some winning plays down the stretch. So, um, you know, that's part of the deal. we got to just stay in striking distance on the road and, 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 uh, and then hope we get into winning time. Yeah. Um, I, it was kind of a crazy finish at Cal Baptist. Lots of free throws, lots of missed free throws on both sides. It was just kind of chaos going down to the end. And they have kind of that Hail Mary that, that lips out at the end. I mean, it was, uh, it was exciting to watch on ESPN+. Plus. Um, so after Cal Baptist, great win, by the way, there uh, at Cal Baptist, uh, the T-Birds headed down to um, Utah Tech. Um, man, getting down to Utah Tech, uh, I think it was section 104 behind the bench was packed. We had the T-Bird Nation out full force. Uh, let's let's do a quick flyby on on Utah Tech. How did how did it go? What happened? Give us kind of first half, second half uh, perspective. Yeah, I yeah, know it was a great crowd, great turnout. You know, I think our our uh, fan base, our students, you know, have been doing a great job coming out and supporting, which we, we appreciate. We, and, um, but, you know, we just got kind of behind the eight ball in that game, uh, truthfully. And, and uh, you know, a little bit of uh, those nights on the road when, when everything, there's, you know, they're, they're throwing up prayers at the end of the clock and they're going in. And, you know, there's there's games, like we say, there's about five games a year where where your opponent can't do anything wrong and you got to figure out how to win those. And there's five games a year where you can't do anything right and you got to fi- fi- figure out how to win those. And, uh and they, and they were making everything, and and uh, we got behind the eight ball, you know, with uh, fouls and, and and putting them on the line, and and you know some of those things start to add up a little bit. And next, you know, you, you dug yourself a hole. And in the second half, we dug ourselves out of it, but you, you don't have enough time to to you know put the cherry on top. So, um, but fortunately, we get them Friday, which will be. Uh, a good redemption game for us yeah we we've got some payback cedar city we need to dole out to uh those boys down in utah tech so uh along those lines let's just hit it real quick t-bird nation i we need a we need a sellout we need an absolute chaotic atmosphere um I, i thought they did a good job down there their student section is probably as big as i've ever seen it um uh, I will say though that when when T Bird Nation and the students and the community gets together, uh, I still haven't seen an atmosphere like we have in Cedar City so far uh, in WAC play. That's that's my opinion. I haven't been to every single. I've watched most of them. Um, obviously, Kansas was <laughs> was a different level, but <clears throat> um, yeah, I haven't I haven't seen anything like uh, like we were able to put it together last UVU game, for example. So Thunderbird Nation. You know, I'm, I'm not begging you. You don't need to be begged. But come on out. It's going to be crazy Friday at 6, 6 p.m. Um, but, yeah, we got some payback to dole out. So, anyway, uh, we went from Utah Tech, uh, you know, probably reviewed the tape and moved on quick after uh, Utah Tech. And uh, then we had uh, Tarleton. Tarleton, I believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Coach, they, they put it on us down there. Uh, I think we lost – another furious comeback we got down early uh came back into tarleton what was when we were down there in texas i think they beat us maybe it was by three or four mm-hmm. something like that it was a real close game uh how sweet was it to to get those guys back on the floor and 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 uh and take one to them yeah you'd always you always want to uh 
bounce back, you know, and I thought we did a good job. You know, that's a good team. You know, they're 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 beating a lot of people. They're I think they're they're undefeated or ten and one or something like that at home. So it's really hard to win at their place, small gym, and and uh, you know they're just so physical, and and so you got to overcome the physicality. And, and here at our place, you know, we 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 were able to uh, match their physicality, and uh, you know not not back down from that. So. Um, that was a big win. That was a big win. You know, probably should have moved. They try to move the game to Wednesday. You know, in in with the split week, having a road game on Saturday. Um, but that's things you kind of learn with experience here in this league. A lot of the teams are, are moved a lot of their Thursday games to Wednesday. You know, and these tight turnarounds make it a little bit tough. Which okay. I thought. Uh, but we kind of learn those those lessons as we go along here. And and uh, but, it w- but it was a hard fought battle. But that's a tricky game to play as your first game because they are so physical and wear yes. you down a little bit. Um, what is I noticed uh, we talked about as long as we're you know within the tractor beam range we can reel people in and, and beat them at the end is that is that I mean is that kind of stuff that that you guys are earning in the summertime when you guys are running all those sprints and you guys are doing all that D what what's it like to to uh, a get that conditioning under your belt and then be able to rely on it late in games um, I think that plays a huge part in us winning at home so much. Um, definitely when other teams come here, the elevation plays a huge part, and we do a lot of running and stuff like that, definitely in the off season. So um, I think, like, we go over situations all the time too. So down the stretch, that's why we're so good in situations because we just practice them and yeah, Coach really you, emphasizes. You know what's coming. You've yeah. been down there. You've practiced it, and so it's just a matter of execution. Yep, exactly. Nothing surprising you. You already know. Yep. Cool. Um, and <clears throat> to wrap up the the last two weeks, um, last Saturday at UVU, um, this is the first I've ever seen. It was their homecoming game because they don't have football, which is generally when you have a homecoming game in the fall. Uh, they they push their homecoming game um, to to uh, their basketball season, and uh, I mean they had a decent crowd. I wouldn't say it was anything to brag about but um they you know for them they definitely had it going they had it rocking um let's let's review uh the utah valley uh game on saturday coach yeah no it's it's fun fun in state rivalry obviously they're doing a, a tremendous job sitting in first place and and uh respect you know what they what they do and uh but you know we we kind of came out and uh you know again we we a game of fouls we just got in foul trouble you know we got 10 fouls in the first nine minutes of the game yeah and you know that takes harry off the floor took mason off the floor i think we had five guys with two at the half and uh you know so that kind of changes your whole your whole game plan your whole outlook everything you got to change on the fly and uh you know their physicality impacted us in the glass and you know and, and to when guys have fouls, you you t- try to tone back your physicality because you're not trying to get your next foul. And I thought that really impacted the game. Uh, but we got to do a better job. That you know, we we allowed them to shoot 41 free throws. I mean, they only shot 42 percent from the floor, but that doesn't matter if they shoot 41 free throws. So we we've got to do a better job controlling what we can control and not putting them on the line. And uh, and then offensively, you, you know, we we kind of strayed a little bit from the game plan of attacking. We wanted to attack them inside. We felt like we could score at the bucket, and yes. uh, we got a little away from that for stretches. Yeah, and and do you feel like that is because they were calling those offensive charges? There was two in particular that, um, 
and we don't really talk about officials aptitude here on the show but there are a few questionable calls especially down on that end um that uh, did that kind of take this the wind out of the sails i mean there's an aggressive nature to basketball and and if you feel like um you know you've got the ball you're driving to the rack and you feel like there's you know they're going to call a, a charge does that change i mean is 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 that what changed is it tactical what kind of what kind of threw that off well you know as a player if i if i'm sitting with two fouls and and i know if i drive in here they're kind of these you know, calls are being called today. You know, that's that's part of the subjective part of of what the game is. Sure. You know, that's why you is, play it, right? Is is, is <clears throat> sometimes those are called, sometimes those are called one way, sometimes the other way, and sometimes there's no calls. So you kind of got to feel it out every game because yeah. it's it's been wildly different every game. As 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 and I think that's not just that's not a criticism of of whack officials or anything like that. I think that's across college basketball. I think officials are fr- frustrated too by a lack of. Um, you know the rule changes have, have really put them in a tricky position. Sure. And uh, like emphasis from yeah. from the NCAA saying mm-hmm. we want to call it this way when maybe it hasn't been called that way last yeah, season. Yeah, and and so you're 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 making tough evaluations, and you got to as a team we've got to evaluate that first few minutes of the game. Okay, they're calling this, they're yeah, calling that, I and, see. and and um, but it does change you. All of a sudden, you don't want to drive in there. And that takes away your aggressiveness a little bit if you get, you know, an offensive foul or two. It's like how many game plans can you have, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you have a game plan going in, and and it's 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 sad, but it's odd. I can understand if if you know a team's playing you really tough, they're playing great defense, and that changes it. It's another thing if you know the refs maybe are, are calling a game a certain way, and that kind of completes completely throws you out of what you had prepared for during the week. And so, but that's I mean that's I don't know. That's I guess that's why you get paid the big bucks, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to solve those puzzles right on yeah, the fly. There's no question. Yeah, a little like jazz, got to improvise a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, anything else on the UVU game? I just just some notes that I had. Uh, we got down early again. Um, that seems to be especially on the road something that that we kind of I'm not gonna say we dig a hole for ourselves. Sometimes guys we we just get their best shot sometimes mm-hmm. that's all it is 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 they're trying to prove something to either their fan base or to themselves and mm-hmm. they come out with uh with a maybe a little extra fire in the belly um and then um uh, you mentioned the 41 free throws i mean there was it almost even got out of hand at the end like i mean they had to stop the the game a bunch of times lots of reviews i mean there wasn't really a good flow to the basketball game i didn't think and then uh, I'll tell you what, they did have a really good pick and roll situation that uh, I'm not sure his name. You'll have to help me out. Aziz. Uh, Aziz, yeah. yeah. Bendigo, is that it? Yep. Yeah, Bendigo. Uh, special player, obviously. They roll him off those picks straight to the bucket, and it's like you choose your poison, right? Are you gonna Are you going to hedge that screen and stop the ball? Or you gonna go with the screener? I mean, it's it's uh, it's good action. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys defend it really well up here. You defended it pretty well down there too. But uh, excited, man! I mean, uh, no foreshadowing, but at the WAC conference tournament, I would love to see the the UVU SEU matchup on a neutral court. I'd love to see it. So um, I don't know. Uh, who knows what's gonna happen in the future? We can only control right now. So um, any other words there on UVU? Nope, just you know, 
grateful for everyone that drove up. I thought we had a, a very good student section again there. Yeah. I thought we had a great local support. We our section was filled up, and um, you know, which is which is a sign that uh, people are really on board with the, with the program that were willing to make that drive on a, on a Saturday for us. Absolutely, yeah. I I was there. It was a great uh, great time. Um, you know, not, not necessarily the, uh, the outcome that we would have hoped for, but it's great to see Tiber nation travel, uh, at least in state and, uh, and make their presence known. It was, it was, it was fun, fun times. Um, coach, we have a, a special guest with us. You brought your player. Why don't you introduce, uh, this athlete right here? Yeah. Dee Barnes, who's now, uh, been with us year three and uh, a huge huge contributor to our program. He's he's obviously been part of a lot of a winning a lot of winning here. Um, one of uh, just an amazing uh, part of our culture uh, brings the energy every single day. He's got, he's a great basketball mind. You know he's he's a guy that uh, you know I quite frankly he's he's kind of kind of tricky because he plays a position that we we have you know some guys that have been entrenched and and uh, you know he's. He could be a thousand point scorer in a lot of programs, and he stayed here and just helped us become a, an just elite program. Win. Yeah, and, and and that's something that uh, we truly value. And uh, I think one day he'll be a heck of a coach if he chooses to do that because he just understands winning so so well. But uh, yeah, D Barnes, D Barnes, welcome, my ma'am. Um, I said my ma'am. I meant my man. <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna get fired. Um, D Barnes, where are you from? Uh, I'm from Maryland. I'm um, a small town, um, St. Mary's County, uh, population of about like three thousand. No kidding. That, um, yeah. Is it inland? Is it towards the coast? Uh, um, give us an idea. It's like, it's, it's like near the near the bay, the Chesapeake Bay. Okay. I live like right like right there, right like there. literally. So you can look at ocean all yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So that's how, <laughs> that's how far you are. Cool. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about your journey from the Bay in Maryland all the way out to the mountains and desert of Cedar City. <laughs> Man, um, my situation was a bit different. Um, I started out at um, Mount St. Mary's University. My Where's that located? Uh, in Maryland. Okay. Duh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> started out at Mount St. Mary's University. Um, I had a good freshman season. It was pretty good. Uh, had a lot of success, and then um, the next year – you know, things didn't work out. So, entered the portal. Um, then somehow, some way, I got in contact with Coach Flynn. Okay. Flynn, and that was the first time I ever I learned about SU, honestly. And, um, you know, ever since then, it was kind of like, you know, it just felt right. And I, I wanted something different just because yeah. I had been in Maryland my whole life. And so, I just packed my bags, came out to Utah. They gave me an opportunity. Uh, so I just, Flynn, yeah, I'm, I'm like, coming. Yep, <laughs> that's exactly how I was too. And ever since then, man, it's just been good. It's been great. Excellent. Yeah. So you were <laughs> looking for something different. Yeah. My guess is you found something very different. I found something very yeah. different. Yeah, culturally different. Um, uh, the weather and the environments a lot different. Yes. Um, give me kind of give us give us like a just like a. Uh, just a little peek into those first few weeks, right? Like you're like, yeah. wait a minute, this is this. I asked for different, but dang, yeah. like, tell us how that kind of that process. What was interesting to you, like, um, whether it was the people or the culture or the the landscape, like, what what stood out to you immediately? Well, I had never seen so many mountains. First off, yeah, um, 
And when I landed in Vegas, I had been to Vegas before, but then driving through like Oh, the gorge, gorge and, there and everything. Yeah. Like that, I was like, wow, this is really different. Yeah. And then um, when I got here, it's during COVID. So it was like ghost town. Oh, right. So, so then I'm like, man, like this is <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> and then we got, imagine you're yeah. like, where are all the people? Yeah. And then we had that. We had all the rules during COVID. Like, sure. So it was my first few weeks here were a little rough. Land of the body snatchers. Yeah. There's no humans out on the road. <laughs> so we just always hung out with each other. And I think that's how we found yeah. success, too. Bonded. Yeah. So at a lot of programs, you know, you don't live with your teammates. But okay. here, like, you live with your teammates. So sure. it's like, well, you learn, you learn more about each other than just on the court. Yeah, you and learn that Spurgeon sneaks chips. Exactly. Like, like Spurgeon this. is chip addiction. It's, <laughs> It's insane. You wouldn't have known that. <laughs> yeah, had you not, not at all. And then you learn Harry has a thousand pajama pants. And <laughs> that's all he wears. And, but that's cool. Yeah, my first few weeks here, man. And then uh, the the elevation was like the biggest thing for me. Like interesting. Everybody was new. That was that was when we bought in like a, a whole yeah, new was, team. Yeah, it was, yep. Yeah, and all the guys who were here before were like, "Oh man, like you're gonna start running." And I was like, "Bro, I don't even get tired, honestly." Started running, and the first thing I thought was, oh, man, I need to stop. <laughs> I need to bring my inhaler next time. <laughs> but – and I met Coach I that for the first time. And Coach I, if you know Coach I, he, yep. yeah. he's next level. Yes. But he's go, 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 yeah, go, go, exactly. go, 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 And then some more. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, that was the first time in, in, that I had ever experienced, like, stuff like this and then the culture shock. Yeah, was was a bit different. I had never learned about Mormonism until, like, I got here, and then surprise, I got baptized like during hey. the summer. So it was like, you know, everything everything falls in place how it's supposed to. So that's wild. Uh, yeah, I think I'm supposed to be here. So I love it. I love <laughs> stories like that, and you're happy. I'm I'm so happy. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, that's you know, you 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 try to you try to be happy in the place you're at. Sometimes. You go to places and you just make the very best of it. Some some places you feel like you're meant to be. Yep. There's a lot of different times in life. And we're glad that you came to, to Cedar City. And yeah. we're glad that you're happy here. I'm glad that yeah. I came to Cedar City too. Absolutely. So <laughs> hey, tell me, tell me um, studies-wise, here we're at SUU, you're student athletes. Yep. What are you studying or have you already graduated? What's your what's your I graduated academic? in the fall. Congratulations. Yeah, what did thank you graduate? Thank you. Uh, I got my degree in interdisciplinary studies. Interdisciplinary studies. Yep. So is that like a, a a good base of lots of different? Yeah. So I, I mean, had, I dropped out of college. So you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to give me some some <laughs> yeah. knowledge here. What so is interdisciplinary? Basically, I had a lot of credits in a bunch of different things. Okay. So we just basically I had business marketing, um, a few management classes. So we just combined them and then. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Just like that. So you just had a nice broad based education throughout lots of different subjects. Yeah, exactly. What was your favorite subject? What's something that you gravitate towards? Um, communication. Okay. I think I'm pretty good with people. So like, I would agree. Yeah. So I think just communication is like my that that connection yeah. with other individuals, being able to communicate an idea or a thought to them. Yeah. Cool. Exactly. <clears throat> Um, all right, I got a, a few getting to know you questions. What is your favorite food? Um, my favorite food. Oh man, I would say. I mean, even if it's a couple dishes, you don't yeah, have to I, say just one. I really like. Uh, I love fried fish. 
Okay. Yeah, I grew up like eating just so much fish because you're being right, right there, there by, by the, the Chesapeake Bay. Love yeah. fish. Um, I mean, you blue crab guy. I know they have like the blue crabs up in Maryland. Yeah, we always eat crabs. Yeah. Crabs all the time. I love yeah. seafood. Okay, but you know you can't really get that here, man. It's no, and I'm like, a, I'm I'm kind of a food snob. If I can't see the ocean, I'm not eating crab. Yeah, no. Nah. If I can see it, okay, we're good. But if we're up in the mountains, <laughs> look, I'll eat a I'll eat a cow because they live in the mountains. But I'm not eating. No yeah, I had crab. like some some crab, something I don't even know, but. Yeah. It started unrolling like I was oh, unrolling the crabs. That, I, that doesn't sound right. Nah, <laughs> yeah, didn't like it. Hard pass, hard pass. <laughs> uh, so seafood, fried yeah. fish, stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. And then, um, <clears throat> where's the like the prettiest place you've been? You've been in Southern Utah now for almost three years. Yep. Like, there's all kinds of beautiful places. What's been your favorite place to visit? Um, crazy to say because um, this is probably our hardest conditioning. Uh, I like the sea. Running that sea trail? I like running the sea trail. It's like a certain, I don't know, it's like a certain piece that you get when you're running. Yeah. And, and we used to do like races up this to see who gets there first. So <laughs> okay. sometimes you end up by yourself and you're just like. Because you beat everybody. Yeah, Is that a low-key brag right there? No, 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 no. I never won. <laughs> okay. I never won. But I would end up by myself because I would be like right sure. behind the wind. Yeah. You know? And then so, you turn around and you see that yeah, you whole see just valley. The whole city. Cool. You're like, man. This is nice. Awesome. Yeah. So the sea is a special place for you. The sea is definitely the prettiest place. And then what about like your favorite music? What do you listen to when you're just kind of trying to catch a vibe? Um, I listen to country a lot. Okay. And you really did come to the right place. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right on. Yep. That's cool. Man, look, we A, we appreciate you uh, kind of taking that risk. And coming all the way out to Southern Utah, yeah. we're so glad that you came. I'm you got a, an, too, an infectious smile and a good way about you. Thank you. And we're glad that uh, you've had a good time and found happiness here. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, man, anything else you guys want to uh, you want to talk to uh, about uh, D Barnes? <coughs> Excuse me. No, just, we move on. Yeah, we're, we're we've been privileged to have him. Amen. You know, truly been a privilege. Yes. Yeah. One of my favorite times. I, I go to all the home games, and when you guys come around. Uh, the front row, you're always win or lose. Well, mostly win. Um, <laughs> you always are there smiling, happy, like, I don't know, man. It's just, if, if you, if you want to know how to, to live a good life, just take a look at D Barnes, <laughs> take a, take a look at D Barnes. Cause he's a happy kid and he goes out about his business in the right way. Yes, so Thank appreciate you. you D. Thank you. Um, coach, we just have a few games coming up the next two weeks. Um, We'll just go ahead and do a quick preview before we, we sign it off. Uh, looks like February 17th, this is the big one. Well, they're all big, and they're all important. But we really, really want to show Friday, uh, September, sorry, February 17th. I don't know what's going on. I even slept good last night. February 17th, Friday night at 6 o'clock, uh, we're, we're, we've got our Southern Utah rivals, uh, Utah Tech, coming into town. Yeah, big game, big game, and uh, obviously well attended last year, and and uh, you know we're, we're expecting a, a sellout. You know, so get your tickets soon. early. Yeah, yeah, get them early, and, ladies uh, and gentlemen. So you're not left out on this thing. But uh, we we uh, we certainly want to pack it to the rafters and get loud and, and and have a fun experience. But only three home games left. That's right. That that game and then two in the final week of the season. So this special group of seniors, uh, this this is it. Yeah. And they deserve they deserve the accolade. They deserve your attention and your attendance because they've been here. They've they've. 
gone through all the conditioning. They won a lot of basketball games, Cedar City, so it's time to show your appreciation and be there for them here in the last stretch. Uh, after Utah Tech, we've got uh, we're on the road uh, headed down to Texas, February twenty third at. Uh, Utah, sorry, I say it every time, University of Texas, Arlington, the UT gets me. Uh, I actually don't know much about them. I haven't seen them on ESPN Plus either to play. What are they like? What's their yeah, what's their program like? Frenetic style. They're, they're difficult at home, and, uh, you know, they have some talent. They're just a little bit young on the young side and and uh, made a uh, coaching change last week. That's so, what I was going to You know, ask. those teams are always dangerous because, you know, they, they, they change lose. their style, nothing to lose. So, it, it uh, you know, that that's a tricky game, a uh, potential trap game. And, and then uh, um, follow that up with Sam Houston, who's who's the highest, you know, net-ranked team in the league and, uh, you know, playing very good basketball. Got it. Yeah, follow, yeah following up UT Arlington at Sam Houston. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, buy your tickets early this Friday – coming up it's a it's a it's a beautiful time to be a t-bird we got we got a winning team we've got a team that needs our support so uh we expect it to be to be packed friday night again that game's at six o'clock um look for d barnes and coach todd simon i'm john smith this has been the t-birds coaches show we're signing off go t-birds go birds go birds <laughs>